Did you hear the breaking news out there? You mean the Steelers are fucked? Are they? Yeah. Why? Joe Hayden and Spillane. Joe Hayden and Vince Williams are out. Pouncey's back, though. Yeah. James Conner. Foxy joins the squad and they're fucking... Oh, hell, breaks loose. What's the breaking news out there, though? I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we're live. I didn't know if it was live news or not. Well, it's kind of... I'm sure it's going to be bad for me. Welcome to Hammer Dad! Number one sports gambling podcast coming out of the Pat McAfee Incorporated office. It's located here in Indianapolis, Indiana. It's a beautiful day here. 65 in the middle of December. Have to love it. Did I say I'm Tone Diggs? I'm Tone Diggs. Next to me is the aforementioned uh, human who... Brought this all this this beautiful eclectic group together, Pat McAfee. Hi, how's it going? Good. I did bring most of the group together here. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm honored for that. <laughs> I am honored for that. I'm trying to figure out how I can work that thing. That, that There's situation. some breaking news. You want to introduce everybody first? Oh, I see it now. Yeah. So there's some breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Odd, odds to... makers have <laughs> yeah. now made the next head coaching job for the Detroit Lions at a plus 200 tie for Robert Salah to be the next head coach of the Detroit Lions plus 200 and a new name that has been added today, uh, Jim Harbaugh plus 200 <laughs> to become the Detroit Lions head coach. Can't wait for that to happen. Gumpy, do you have any thoughts? Beautiful. Just what we need. Keep My- him in Detroit, Michigan. Let's go. Michael, as our uh, as our former NFL GM on the show, host of the Lombardi line, the GM Shufflepod, make sure you subscribe to the Daily Coach and writes for The Athletic. What do you think of uh, Jim Harbaugh being co favorite with Robert Salah as the next Detroit Lions head coach. Well, it sounds like they want somebody who's from the area. I mean, are they going to include some high school coaches in that group? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is the requirement that you have to be from Dearborn or from <laughs> how about like North, like Point Pleasant or East Lansing? Can we get a couple of people from up there? <laughs> I, I, it's so early in the process there. I think that, you know, all these names, remember NFL head coaching jobs are selected uh, are elected, never selected. They um, hmm. I saw the lines put out a tweet that they started. What does that mean? Elected by who? Elected by the not by the media. By you've got to be able to win the press conference. You know, you got to go in there and sit, you know Robert Sly. He's going to come in. You know, he can. He's from Dearborn and he was with the 49ers. and that you know people just naturally say, okay, great, let's hire him. You know. Oh, sorry, Dix. No, no, you're good, uh, Michael. I did see that they put out a tweet of that they hire or they interviewed three internal uh, people within the Lions organization for a GM job. Do they always start internal? I I, I mean, obviously, I, I've never heard that before, but yeah, I mean, that's great for those guys. They can, you know, it's probably a smart move because for if you're Rod Wood and you're the president of the team and they're interviewing, you're going to learn a lot more about your organization than you probably didn't know before you interview. So it's really like a way of you tell me everything that was wrong here and let me know what's going on. And it, I think it's kind of actually smart to do it. A little intel on the inside. Like yeah, that. You know, and, and you as a guy getting doing the interview, you, you got to be honest and say, look, here's what we were doing. Here's what I would do. How do you feel about like uh, Adrian Peterson coming out Saying football's a lot more fun now with the new coaching change and everything like that. Is that a direct shot at Matt Patricia or him just talking about the world they're in right now? I think it's probably a shot at Matt. I think Matt made life uncomfortable. There's a difference between, you know, preparing a team and being uncomfortably prepared. And I think you've got to find a way to where people are not thinking they're at work. You know, when I worked on my uncle's trash truck, I was working. When I was a bouncer at a bar, I wasn't working. <laughs> you got to make it so that they think they're not working. 
What's up with you, uh, you Italians in Jersey, always uh, dealing with the trash, sanit sanitization? Yeah. That's why. Well, you know, money to be made in trash. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Another organization you're uh, familiar with, uh, the Patriots. Last oh. night, uh, Pat and I both had the under and and the uh, St. Louis, or sorry, the, oh, the LA Rams. It's been a while since. Well, I've they done had that. John Ham speaking for him before prediction the game. So. Too, I appreciate the prediction on the on the Cam Newton for interception. Nice job on that. Thank you, sir. Cam Newton pick six. You also had the under, right, company? Yes, sir. Uh, what did you think of last night's game? I think whenever you make it easy for the Rams and not allow golf to participate, they're dangerous to play. And from the first play, they've gotten slot, ran the uh, boot. And the second play, they're in three by one and run the run the zone. And the next thing you know, they're in field goal range. That game was ugly from the first two plays of it. That they never never set the edge. They never stopped the run. And if you don't make golf participate, you're going to get beat. You're going to get beat. And they didn't make golf participate, and they had no real – we said on the show yesterday, where are they going to get their points from? That's why the under was a good play, and they proved that they couldn't really handle the defensive quickness of the of the Rams, and it was a real problem for them. Do you think Cam uh, is their quarterback next year? You know, I, I, I don't know that. I don't think Cam's – I don't think he throws the ball. It looks like everything's a struggle to throw it. Looks like he's having a glitch. Yeah, like he's got like a hiccup in his, you know, it's like it takes him forever to get the ball to the plate. Like you could steal second on him any time. But he'll make some great throws. There'll be some great throws. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it'll just go right into, it's like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if anybody knows what's going on there. I wonder. If Jimmy G's available, there's no way he doesn't end up back. Oh, is that a hundred percent. That's what's going to happen on a cheap deal one year. I mean, look, I was there. We drafted Jimmy G. We loved – everybody loves Jimmy G. Jimmy G's loved in that building. Nobody wanted to trade Jimmy G, you know, so I could see him going back there if the San Francisco decides to do that, you know, because there's going to be a lot of quarterback movement going on in the league. I mean, what's going to happen with Sam Darnold, you know, when they draft Trevor Lawrence? What's going to happen with him? Was that a forced trade? I don't know. I wasn't there when they when Bill did it. I think Bill ran out of options. Remember, what people don't want to talk about is Garoppolo has Don Yee. Tom Brady has Don Yee. They're the same agent. You can't really manipulate anything at all when you're dealing with oh, I'm calling you up about Brady. And I don't I don't want you to tell anything to, to, to Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, how do you do that, right? Yeah, it's true. You know what Pat's pretty pumped about is uh is Wentz going to Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm tired year. of this. I want it to stop. I, I don't I, want I don't really want a bad rumor. I, I and here's why. And this is why it makes no sense. First of all, Thank God. You, Wentz is due forty million dollars <laughs> next two years. Okay. He's due twenty five million. I wrote this for the athletic today. He's due twenty five million guaranteed lock, stock, and barrel next year. And then once he's on that roster on the third day next year, another fifteen million in twenty twenty two gets kicked in fully guaranteed. So the Eagles have a forty million dollar investment. No one's gonna trade to take on that forty million liability. And why would Wentz redo his contract? Why would Wentz take less than a dollar? He knows he's got forty million coming to him. So how do you trade him? It's an NBA kind of trade. You'd have to somebody would have to you'd have to take Wentz and a draft pick to take him off, and I don't see anybody doing that. And I know Frank Wright likes Wentz, but I don't think he likes Wentz plus $40 million. No. I hope not. No. I'm only, tired of it. The only reason it makes sense to me is because that's still less money than they're paying Jacoby and Phillip combined this year. That's the only reason why. They're excited but, to get them. But the they books. know Phillip's not probably going to be there next year, and they're going to have to – they have to get a quarterback. 
they have to get a quarterback. And why would they take on that debt? And then what's Philly going to do? I, I wrote today, Philly needs to solve the problem, not trade the problem. Hey, Mike, if you're if you're the GM coming into Detroit, do you keep Stafford or do you, do you let it go, let him go and try to start over? No, I think I try to keep Stafford. I think I want to try to – I want to I'd have, I'd want to have a conversation with him. I want to know why his career has been where it is. I want him to tell me why he thinks that. And I would want to listen to him talk about what he's learned over his career in Detroit and use him as a, as a way to rebuild and repair the franchise based on his knowledge of being in the locker room and what he has observed and seen. And then whether, I, whether what he tells me – is fixable, then then you make that decision. But I don't think you go in there with any intent other than learning stuff from him. You said that same thing about Deshaun Watson too. Why are you so? You, it feels like you're a guy who's like, we paid this guy. This guy's here. Let's hang it. Is that because everybody's looking for a guy like that? And you, if you yeah. have one, let's go. I mean, I don't want to be left without a chair. I mean, I I've lived life without a quarterback. It's it, you drive to the stadium on Sunday and you and you know you're going to lose. <laughs> Anyone have anything before we get into the games? All right, let's get into the games. Uh, we'll start here. Chiefs at Dolphins. Uh, it's currently seven at Fandle. Fifty-three uh, percent of the tickets on the Chiefs. Seventy-three percent of the money on the Chiefs. Pat, you like anything on this game? Uh, you know, I'll probably stay away from this one. But the Chiefs are part of my Super Boost tease that I put together. I got them at a pick them because I did a seven-point tease. The whole Miami thing is interesting. You know, that team's playing very tough right now, but the Chiefs are the damn Chiefs. So, and in any other year, you could think maybe Miami would get a hold of the Chiefs because they've been in Kansas City, you know, but they're going to be locked down their hotel anyways. So maybe the warm weather helps out the Chiefs even more. I I don't love it either way, but I do have the Chiefs in a teaser. Michael, what do you think? I, I, you know, my, my, my line says this should be 2.81, and I'm going to give you – you're going to give me seven. On, on 50 as a total, so I'm going to take Miami. I think Miami does have three corners that can cover. So when you play the Chiefs, you got to have you got to have three players that can take away two. You know, you got to have two guys to take away Hill and one guy who can handle Kelsey. And I think Miami has that. And then that leaves one extra guy on Watkins or whomever else they have involved, and it becomes a little bit of a harder game for the Chiefs, especially when they mix zone and man. Josh Boyer was in new England when they beat him in Kansas city, the last time it, before the conference, before the championship at the championship game, I think they'll understand what they have to do, how they have to rush Mahomes with power on the edges, not just run up the field. I, I, I the only thing that worries me about this game, Miami not covering in this game is Tua's ability to make plays when the game speeds up. Cause Spagnola will come after him. My worry is I saw, and I saw, I heard this this morning from Greeny on get up is that in uh, Mahomes' nine losses in his careers, he scored 30 in, in every single one of those games. And I just don't know if Tua can keep up with the Kansas City offense. Or because because our, can, you, can the Miami Dolphins defense hold him under 30? Not a lot of people have been able to do it. Yeah, they're playing really good in the red zone like Denver did. Yeah. You hold him under 30. Two ways you got to hold him under 30. You don't turn the ball over like New England did for a touchdown. Because if you do that, the game is guaranteed to be in the 30s. So you can't do that. And then two, you, you've got to be able to play really good in the red zone, red zone. You can't let them be four for four in the red zone. Gumby, you got anything on this one? I just think the Dolphins got to come out hot. They, the last few games against inferior opponents, they've started slow. So they got to come out hot if they got any chance at winning or covering this game. All right, next game I want to talk about. Uh, Vikings going down to Tampa Bay. It's currently six and a half. 
Um, 61% of the tickets are on the Bucks. 64% of the money's on the Bucks. Pat, you said earlier you don't like this one just because you don't know what the Bucks are going to do after the bye week. Yeah, I have no idea what happened in the bye week. If they had a good bye week where Byron and Tom and everybody kind of had a kumbaya, this is what I want to do with the offense, this is how I see the offense, get some people healthy, get some rested on the defensive side of the ball, see what we did against the Packers in a couple other games versus what we have been doing. If they were able to correct a lot of mistakes that they have in-house during the bye week, which, which by the way, they could have, mm-hmm. that is something that can happen, then we might see that Bucks team that we always thought was potentially going to come but i don't know if that happened or not so i'm going to take a week to see what the bucks are until i bet on them again and i also you know white claw came on the show this week so i don't <laughs> want to bet against them but i'm not betting this one but i am pumped to see how the bucks spent their bye week was it self-eval was it like let's fix some things let's mm-hmm. change some things or are they going to roll the ball out there and be the same goddamn team they were before bucks are four and oh their last four games against the spread following a straight up loss mike what do you think about this one you know, this one's really on my board. You know, I what I have at the number for me is is a little because I'm worried my number for Tampa is wrong. You know, I, I feel like my number on Tampa hasn't been right. I have them as a 120 power ranking, so like I had this game where Tampa was really significantly, you know, uh, better. That I had the line at six eight, which matched the line. Now somebody else had the line at two eight five that I kind of used to check my numbers. So this this game kind of fell outside of what a game I could predict. I, I lean towards Minnesota if I have to take it, but right now I'm not touching it. I thought uh, AJ Hawk said something interesting on on your show today that if the Bucks, which I believe the Bucks are still the top rushing defense in the league, if they if they can stop Dalvin Cook and then they put it on Kirk's shoulders, that's never been a good recipe for Kirk to win. Whoa, 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 whoa! The whoa. dink and dunk has worked against the bunk the Bucks, yeah. though. That would be my. Guys, I'm just telling you what what why you gotta bury what Kirk, history dude. is told Yeah, us. but Kirk's primetime Kirk, dude. If, if you don't look at history, you're you're bound to make the same mistakes. Bingo. Vikings four and zero against the spread their last four as an underdog. <laughs> but they're one and four against the spread their last five in Tampa. Uh a game that intrigues me very much so, because I'm not sure what's going to happen. What did Tampa do at the bye week, you think, Mike? Did they change? Uh, well, here, here's just FYI. So my son, who's at Carolina, he had a bye last week too. And they were told by the league that if they did not take testing every single day, it was a $50,000 fine Jeez. per day. Fifty. So nobody's doing anything. So people are getting tested going home. I would assume they work through the bye week then. But that you can't. I think you got to give them off day off. So I think they probably had one practice and that was it. Well, but Zoom. I'm thinking all mental, right? With Byron, yep. Tom, and them. Yep. All mental and probably all conversation. But I would suspect that you know, like uh, you know, that maybe that's for the coaches too. That's just not for the players. That's for everybody. Well, you can't leave the building. If you think about it this way, I mean. Between Tom and Giselle, they got a bunch of money. They could afford a two hundred fifty thousand dollars fine to get away for the week. Yeah, you're yeah, right. but you know, Tom, he's, he, <laughs> I mean, he's got the money, but he wants to do his routine every day. You know, he's going to do the same thing every day. Can't you see they just look at the film and just say, "Let's just not throw the fucking deep ball anymore. Like it's not working." Uh, well, here's the. I mean, this is the perfect game, right? So Minnesota's attitude on defense is simply this: we're going to play cover two. We're going to force you 
to take the check down. We're going to force you to not throw it over our heads because we're going to not give up the big play. And then on third down, we're going to get it creative and we're going to do a lot of different Mike's blitzes and, and come double A gap pressures. So we're going to dare you. We're going to make you take the check down. The Bucks are saying we're going to throw it down the field. This is a clash of two philosophies. And knowing Bruce, he's going to try to call plays to get it down the field. And if that does, Minnesota will cover easily. Don't, don't, you, don't you think there's a chance, though, that during this bye week, Tom and Byron had a real – kumbaya potentially about hey we this i understand this is what this offense has been for a long time but i feel like this is a way for us to succeed much better don't you think there's a chance that that happened i do but i, I mean i i don't i think that when the heat come when you know it's like a golfer swing when the pressure's on they revert back to the old swing tom has seemed a little chipper in his uh in his interviews this week bruce has too by the way if they lose this game they are possibly out of the playoffs maybe they went to uh, a den and smoked some peyote and figured it out like Nick Foles did with his family? Yeah. Maybe. All right, one more game I want to talk about before we get to the picks. Down there in Tampa, I believe they do got some good treats. Because I believe this is for the last seed in the playoffs in the AFC. Colts uh, going to Vegas. Uh, it was three this morning. Let me see if it's still three. Yes, it is. Still three. Um, the Colts are getting – actually, the tickets are split 50-50. Oh, shit. But the money is 92% on the Colts. So a lot of big money coming yeah. in on the Colts. The line's not moving. All that money on the Colts and the line's not moving. And what does that tell you, Michael? That tells you this, that, 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 that they think it's an even game. I mean, I have it at 3.68. You, The line's three. My other numbers are three five eight. It's a one point three wiggle room. This is a for me. You gotta, you know, you take the Raiders or you don't take anything. I I think the Raiders are toast. What? I think they're dead. They did dead? They did it last year. They faded at the end of the year. They're 2-5 and five against the spread their last seven games in December. Boom. I love the Colts here. They're 4-0 and oh against the spread their last four as a road favorite. 7-3 against the spread their last 10 games as a favorite. Boom. And they're 14-6 and six against the spread versus teams with a winning record their last 20. Boom. In a game like this, I would tend to um, go towards the – the, de- the better defensive team because the offenses seem to be similar as far as output is concerned. So I would maybe lean Colts there, Pat. Hey, I'm not doing a goddamn thing in this one. I'm not doing it. Because the Colts, to. I don't know what the Colts are. I don't think the Colts know what the Colts are. You know what I mean? It's like, well, how's the Oakland Raiders D-line? Pretty good? No, they're, they're soft on the edges. You know, last year when they played Phillip Rivers – Rivers threw uh, 200 – he basically threw – in two games, he had 467 yards passing. He didn't turn the ball oh, over. Oh, I like the Colts. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. No, that's wrong. Rivers threw for 434, had three turnovers in the two games. They lost by two and lost by seven. Oh, so I did. But the problem was, on third down, Rivers was 6 for 21 against the Raiders' defense last year. The Raiders are 30th in the league in getting to the quarterback. How do the Raiders run their third down defense? Are they that cover two, then exotics on third no. down? Try to do they well they they're they're from the Mike Zimmer family they try to do the double A gap mug stuff but they can't cover man to man so they kind of get they get trapped and people attack them now in the injury level they think Trent Brown's going to play Abrams going to play and and which I think Trent Brown's got to play the offensive line played poorly last week so they they need him back and. I think they're going to get a couple of those guys back, which I think certainly would help. And Jacobs is, is questionable to play, too. That's the key. they got to get Jacobs back in the game. Yeah. yeah, they had 25 carries last week for like 83 yards against the Jets, I believe, is what I heard. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Not great. Need more. <laughs> All right, let's get into the picks for this week. Michael, you go first. All right, well, 
I like, you know, the one thing I like, I like Miami. I about them. I, I like New Orleans. Yeah. I think, you know, numbers say New Orleans against Philadelphia. I, I'm going to take New Orleans, and you know I'm going to take the Giants. I think the Giants are playing well. I think oh, yeah. that number fits me, and I think it's close enough that I can. You know, I I'm just going to go by my board. I got the Giants, Miami, and uh, and New Orleans. I got those uh, Miami and New Orleans at seven, and the Giants at three. Yeah, I got three. That's what I have there. Yep, seven and three. Right, that's it. Uh, we did had a little conspiracy Wednesday this week, Mike. Um, you think, you think uh, the Eagles may be throwing in Hurts uh, against the New Orleans Saints, so he doesn't look good, so it gives them an excuse to not take the heat for for not doing anything with Wentz next year. You know, I, I mean, that's a forty million dollar. They can't get away from it. I mean, that that's lock, stock, and barrel. You got to fix the problem. I, I I don't understand. I think they're going to Wentz. They're going to Hurts out of desperation. You know, some, as Springsteen has a great line in one of his songs. He says, sometimes I can't tell my courage from my desperation. I think this is desperate, not courageous. I love I love how much you love Bruce, by the way. Yeah, you have to, don't you, over there? Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's part of your life. I mean, it's <laughs> most of the things I learned in life. How many times <laughs> have you seen Bruce? Oh, a lot. I saw him in Florence, Italy with my wife. Brian Baldinger and I were over there, and, and it started oh, Baldy, raining. Baldy breakdowns. The pit. And we, it was the greatest experience of my life. My wife's still mad at me because it was her birthday celebration. I was singing Italian. I was singing Springsteen songs with fellow Italians. We couldn't communicate until the song started. It was the greatest experience. <laughs> it rained from the sixth song until the 33rd when he played Who'll Stop the Rain. It was the greatest night. Hey, uh, happy birthday to your wife, by the way. The um, That night. What's up with Brian Balding? You like him? I love Baldy. Do you know Baldy? That motherfucker won't follow me back on Twitter. I'm like 45 <laughs> times bigger than he is. I've given a lot of credit to him on there. You know, I enjoy oh, I'm things. His ass right now. I oh, just I'm, I don't oh, know I'm if I'm supposed to hate him or not. He he knows that I follow. He has seen me follow him. He's nowhere near big <laughs> enough to know that I haven't followed him. And it's just you know I think I've actually you re- have him on the show. He's good. Yeah yeah is he? I don't know. I I've, I I enjoy his breakdowns. I learn a lot from his breakdowns. A lot of energy. I, that's why I follow. I about that i'll take care of that no 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 i don't i just i didn't know if i should hate him or not i didn't know if that's the case he's you know he loves ball he loves ball yeah that's what i learned he teaches me a lot over there though his his breakdowns are good i learned a lot about and he loves bruce i mean him it's between (laughs) bruce and billy joel for him i mean that's that's really pretty and bob dylan those are the three things in his life (laughs) which one of you two at the table want to go well gumpy was six and zero last week right yeah yeah he should have went first. That was my fault. Oh, you're good, Mike. He uh, he actually requested. Uh, I like to hear your numbers. He requested before the show. Hey, uh, if, if Mike could go before me, and, and if, since he was six, I sent the numbers to you guys, so you should have them. I have them. What do you got? Guys? And I sent the color codes too. I'm taking the Giants in the points. I like that. Cardinals zero and five against the spread. Their last five. Boom. Giants seven and zero against the spread. Their last seven as an underdog. Boom, boom. And five and one against the spread. Their last six. Boom. I'm taking the Colts for all the reasons I mentioned. Bang it a bang it a bang. Taking the Texans at the Bears. Ooh. Texans four and zero against the spread. Their last four against the Bears. Bears are one and four against the spread. Their last five as an underdog and zero and four against the spread. Their last four overall. Texans is uh, one and a half. Minus one and a half. Yep. Yeah, one and a half. I'm taking the Saints. I mean, the Saints are covering machines. Eight and zero without Breeze. Five and zero their last five. Five and zero their last five straight up. 4-0 their last four is a favorite. 
24 and 9 against the spread versus teams with a win- losing record their last 33. Eagles 3 and 7 against the spread their last 10 versus a team with a winning record. And I just don't I think Hurts put up those numbers when the oh. Packers were playing prevent. Got it. I want to t- take the Steelers but I just can't do it. I can't pull the trigger on it with all the injuries. Injuries are not good for yeah, them. Not good. And I'm going against my nukes on this one. Oh, oh really? What? Against the nukes? What? Just walking into traffic. Yep. I'm taking the Niners minus the three and a half. Hey, I like that a lot, by the Third way. Third game at the end of a very long road trip for Washington. Antonio Gibson out and the 28th ranked offense. The Niners defense isn't going to get bitched around two day- games in a row. Debo, Ayuk, all them going. I like the Niners here to win by touchdown, maybe. Boom. I'm slightly concerned about the Niners not having anything to play for in a city where they can't see their families or anything like that and just being uh, just, just I- in a – Bef- I, I don't think Shanahan and Salah let that happen. Before though. Gumpy said the Niners are, I was actually staring at that game and I was like, I like the Niners. I don't know why I like the Niners. And then all of a sudden Gumpy's like, I'm going against my nukes here. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, is that all your stuff here? Yeah, that's it, Paul. Hey, Gumpy, congratulations on an incredible week last Thank week. Thank you. Hey, let's have another one, huh? 7-0 in your last seven NFL bets? 8-1. and one. Missed the one on uh, Monday, Monday night. Yeah, you're right. Hey, hell of a fucking run there, Poe. Thank you, sir. Oh, you were, that was a good week. Yeah, it was a hell of a week. Yeah. Hey, you got your, hey so you had a ring? Uh, we had a talk, and we just think maybe the ring is just too powerful powerful for anyone to have it. Okay. When it's not on a hand, we we turn, we turn tend to do better. Okay. Hey, you don't want to Give it out the at ring? the end of the season. You don't want to wear the ring? No, we're doing well. Let's keep it going. Okay. Hey, hey. All right. Team guy. Team guy. Team guy. I mean, that pinky ring is a lot of, you know, it's a lot of power. power. I like the Giants as well, mm-hmm. uh, for what everybody said, just because Giants have been covering machines and the Cardinals, yeah. we have no idea what the fuck mm-hmm. they're going to do. Okay, Then one might come back to get you, but you never know. Uh, I like the Chiefs, uh, minus seven against the Miami Dolphins. Okay, I like them a lot. Um, I like the um, the Green Bay Packers, minus seven and a half against yeah, the Lions. I like that one. Um, I like the Saints as well, minus seven. I like the Niners, minus three and a half. I like the Bills, minus one and a half. And I like the Cleveland Browns, plus two and a half. Okay. Not a bad. I'll save that one for you for Monday. I like though. that. So that's where I'm headed. I like that. I feel that. pretty good about where I'm at. I like it's the first time you've against Steelers this entire season. I know, but the injuries and yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen looked unbelievable <laughs> the other night. And I think after this game, the Steelers finally get like a full week. I think they come back and win the next week. So somebody, remind, I'm betting the Steelers the next week. They got week. the Bengals the week after that. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm betting the Steelers that next week. Um, I got the Cardinals and Giants under. Undies. I mean, they held – Seattle last week to basically nothing, and and uh, Colt McCoy I believe is probably still going to start, so I don't think they're going to do much on that. So that's under forty five and a half there. Oh, I like that. Is Danny not in? I don't know. It hasn't been decided yet. Hmm. But if he is, he's going to be a little bit limited with his legs, and that's not a good Danny Dimes. Absolutely, no way. I like the Washington uh, football team and the Forty ers under there. Okay. Washington football team's defense has been playing very well, and like you said, their offense stinks, Gumpy. So. We'll go that under 43 and a half there. That's a good bet there. That's Thank what you. I should have went with. Thank you. I'll take the New Orleans and Philly under 43. Oh, here we go. Good luck, Philly, scoring much there. Yeah, good luck, dude. And, you know, Taysom's been good, but I don't think they've scored more than 24. Okay. And then the last one, which I'm a little bit worried about, is uh, the Jets in Seattle under, just because I don't know if it, maybe Seattle – opens it up a little bit and they figure themselves out against the Jets and the Jets the heartbreaking loss but I still like to keep it under there because the total is 47 and a half 
Those are my four. Okay, I, my super boost just got released by FanDuel. Okay, good. Okay, so my super boost by FanDuel. Hey, by the way, great bets by you. Thank you. Is a seven point teaser. Okay, got the Giants at plus ten and a half. Nice, I like that. Chiefs uh, minus a half a point, basically a pick them. Jets plus twenty and a half. Okay, <laughs> Jets. You like that, Mike? I almost took the. I almost took the. the uh, did he say Jets plus twenty? Yeah. yeah. I almost took the Jets in the thir- in the thirteen and a half on my board. It's nine six two. Yeah. I should take the Jets. Oh, do you want to? Is that an official bet? <laughs> no, I don't have enough guts yet. All right, all right, all right. Packers uh, minus a half as a pick'em, and the Saints minus a half as a pick'em, and that's boosted uh, from plus two fifty up to plus four hundred. Oh, that's a lot. You bet fifty dollars, you win two hundred. How do you feel Let's about go. that, Mike? I love it. I, I like all of them. All right, that's good. Let's do it. Hey, I know you got to go to New England, uh, so good luck. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. We'll talk Monday. Appreciate yeah. you, buddy. See you then, bud. Thanks, guys. Bye See ya. Hey, that's a good boost. That's a good boost. Four hundred. The juice on I feel, that. I feel pretty good about all those. That's two hundred bucks. Fifty bucks wins you two hunch. Yeah, yeah, right in front, right in time for the holidays. By the way, Giants. You know they got to play hard for the playoffs. Chiefs got to play hard to try to get that one spot. Jets, Jets. are just the Jets, right? But Michael liked it. Pa- Packers straight up, basically. Against and the Lions and the Packers Saints, and Saints straight up against Eagles. for the one spot, too. I can't wait to watch that Chiefs fans. It's a good game. weekend, boys. It is a good weekend. If all the rest of the boys games. would come in for Survivor, please. I'm out, huh? Who would I pick? The uh, Steelers. Oh, fuck. You didn't want to. You were very – because I had to listen back today to see who everyone took. You and know. you were very, very iffy on it. You didn't want to do it. You kept looking at your phone, and it just kind of happened. Yeah. Boston Connor. All right, boys. Uh, after that debacle the Titans put on last week, I'm going to take them six and a half against the Jags. Okay. Uh, I feel like that just a little bounce like back. Vrabel probably practice in full pads twice this week <laughs> on his own. So, yeah, I feel good about the Titans. There's a lot of really good plus or minus one point yes. spreads this yeah, weekend. Exactly. The seven and a half are the ones I usually try and look for just because. By a touchdown? I Come mean, on. This is a division game. Titans, Get dude. the boys going. This got blown out by the Browns. Sky cam. At home. Let's go. Hell Come yeah. on. Come on. Hey, congrats to you surviving hey, around. Let's go. See you next week. Yeah. Foxy. Piece of shit. Well, feels good to be in week two of the Survivor Pool for the first time ever. <laughs> uh, last week, I took my team. The Detroit Lions got me here. So this week, I'll take my team again and take the... <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> it's plus two and a half. The number does nothing for you, stupid pick, idiot. Last week I took my team. This week I take my team. Just a completely different team. <laughs> I love it. Ty. Uh, sorry, my fucking, you know, my head after hearing that Lombardi. <laughs> With Baldy saw Springsteen in Italy. I mean, my <laughs> brain is just fucking mush right now. Uh, but you remember we saw Baldy coming out of the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, Radio Row mm-hmm. guy, guy Heisman to me. Yeah, he didn't, even say, <laughs> didn't have the time of day. Didn't even have the time of day. That they're guy. fucking dancing in the dark in Italy. But uh, I, I'll take. Um, give me the Packers minus six and a half again. They're gonna okay. beat the shit out of the Lions. Lions stink. Um, Nick is taking the Browns. Jesus. <laughs> oh, how the turn had tied. He gets plus three and a half there. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a pick. Give me the Colts down to two, please. Colts at two. I like Jay? the Colts, man. Yeah, you, you sounded like that earlier. I really like the Colts. I'll take the Giants. Ooh. Plus the four for the Giants. Yeah. And I am going to take... <clears throat> I'm going to take the uh, Packers minus six and a half as well. I like that pick. 
Hey, it's a good pick. Yeah. Hey, good pick. Over. We always talk about how, you know, the, the first week after you lose a coach, don't bet against that team. Second week, dead. Feel free to uh feel free to take a take a runner on them. Rogers indoors too. Oh, oh yeah. And he needs what four touchdowns to get to forty? Is that what that's might get probably, six? That's probably in the first half he gets forty, I assume. Um is still out. Uh what we're gonna footy picks. You got any footy picks? Uh Chelsea, money line. Let's go, Christian. Against Everton. Yes. Chelsea's won five away games in a row, all competitions. Unbeaten in fourteen in all competitions. Everton without Hamas Rodriguez, and they've only won one of seven in the EPL. Let's che- go. Chelsea's like minus 130 at Moneyline. That's Beautiful. great value. And another great value here who's getting no respect on the books. Who? Tottenham Moneyline. Oh. Spurs? Also Spurs, minus 130. They're playing Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace got Zaha back, got a win last week, but they've been playing like dog shit. Tottenham's unbeaten in eight away league matches, winning five of them and keeping clean sheets yeah, in Sunny three. Boys on fire. And they're unbeaten in nine in all competitions. It's unbelievable. What happens when you bring Gareth Barrow to your team? And take Iowa plus two and a half at home against Wisconsin college football. What? I also like Iowa against Wisconsin. Nobody likes Iowa, dude. Iowa's hot. Getting points at home. Wisconsin is not. Wisconsin can't score. Iowa stinks, dude. <laughs> COVID ruined their quarterback. They can't score anymore. Nah, bro. Iowa's a basketball school. Everybody knows that Iowa is a basketball Wisconsin school. got dog walked nah, by Indiana with Iowa, their back up. That football team in Iowa, they don't even know how to fucking block anybody. That- <laughs> they got no grit. They have no grit. They got no grit. How many times do I have to say it? It doesn't matter when or where fucking Kirk's boys will either play at Kinnick They'll play in a fucking parking lot. They'll play underwater. They'll play on a beach. It doesn't fucking matter. No grit. Come on. I love that pick, Gumpy. I fucking love that pick. You get points at home. You take them. Pal. But you are right. Iowa is a basketball school, so maybe take them minus 12 and a half tonight against the Cyclones as well. <laughs> My college picks this week are Western Michigan, Utah. That's, hey, that's good pick. Mizzou, Louisville, Army. Army Navy's this weekend. Uh, UNC, Wyoming, Georgia Southern, and UCLA. I'll tweet out a buttload again yeah. this weekend. Basketball, football, footy. And when I put it, let's get something straight here. Okay. Ooh. I give out my picks, and I put out a thread, like a 10-thing thread mm-hmm. of the reasoning why. Please. I will just put out my picks with no reasoning if motherfuckers are going to complain about yeah, it. Yeah, we don't need it, okay? This guy's an ATM machine. I don't need it. Okay, no, he's I, a fucking ATM. I'll just give him out if you want. No hey, reasoning at all. Hey, if that's I, what you want. I put mine out with no reasoning. You're still going to get it. Yeah. Hey, man. I had a losing day in soccer last Saturday for the first time in, what, three weeks? You got to focus on soccer. Stop the college football, basketball. All I do is I look just, up games. Now, you I, think these nukes just show up out of nowhere? Kid goes home and sit on his couch for six hours a night. You know when you does. find Chattanooga at even money Wednesday at 1 a.m. and you wake up at 8 and they're at minus 5? That's what we do. We put in work and find winners. You're welcome. We're hunting winners around here. But I do agree with some people that said you need to start focusing on things that you only win at. Why not? Why are we wasting time elsewhere? And you said because... Five and one yesterday. Footy and college basketball. So. How's that shit? make you feel? Yeah. Makes you, me feel good to know you. Hey, we're hunting. Good luck to everyone this weekend. Go play uh, Pat's uh, Super Boost over at Fandle Sportsbook. Thank you, Fandle. Hold on, can we see what the records are? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about those. They're definitely not right. No, I mean that's Whoa. not right. We're creeping up. We're almost back to five hundred, baby.
Let's get back. Mitt, last week I was 40 and 40, and I haven't lost a game. How does it become 43 and 41? Uh, Tone, you did lose one game. Oh, Which one was Monday it? Monday night. Uh, you lost, yeah, something on Monday. San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I did. You're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you felt so good about yourself there, too. Man, I'm on a fucking heater right now. I don't know We're how. the whole show. We're what? Put it back up. We go 16 and 2 last weekend, 5 and 0 last night. Lombardi's getting hot, too, and is like. Think he's I think he's four and one back to back weekends. Yeah, he just he's just such a slow roll. It's gonna take a little bit for him to keep going, you know what I mean? Keep swinging, baby. Got to. Keep swinging. All right. Hammer! Ah! Ah!